Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to the following on Cricket World Cup podcast from TalkSport. The pressure on England continues to rise today ahead of their must-win clash with India on Sunday. And former England off-spinner Graham Swan believes England need to cut out the noise coming from the sidelines. I'll tell you what, in my opinion, they're struggling because they're starting to listen to people on their periphery, uh, commentators of the game, people who are saying, um, you know, they need this plan B, they're, they're too aggressive. They ignored people like that for, for two or three years, got to number one in the world, by completely ripping up the old playbook. And I think it made them incredible. The players themselves, well, they're putting on a brave face. You will hear from both Joe Root and Johnny Bairstow today. Plus, our very own Darren Goff has advice for what England need to do to turn things round. The other teams are coming through those close games. England aren't. England are kind of, not bottling it, but they're just showing a little bit of fear in the important games and that's a concern you're listening to following on well welcome to the show let's get straight to it joe root the test captain of england and uh, their number one batsman in odi cricket speaking after that punishing defeat against australia let's have a listen to what he had to say you know it's it is tough when you, you lose two games in a in quite a quick turnaround but um, it's a, one thing is it's a good test of our character and it's a good test of the, the strength of the, of the group and you know, I fully believe that we can turn that round and you know, we can still get to the semi-finals. As I say, we're, we're a very strong side um, and we've got some very talented players in that dressing room. That doesn't change off the back of two games and um, you know, we've got to just keep trusting all the stuff that served us so well for such a long time. Um, Jason's obviously a fine player, he's done some incredible things in an English shirt last couple of years in particular. So it would obviously be 
great if he's if he's back around, but um, you know, I still fully believe that the guys in this in this team and that played today uh, and the last game um, is a it's a very strong side that is more than capable of beating these the next two opposition. Certainly, the task that awaits England could get even more pressurised if, as expected, Pakistan on Saturday go on to beat Afghanistan and leapfrog England in the table. What pressure that will be. And considering the ease in which India swatted aside West Indies on Thursday, um, India will go in with uh, plenty of confidence knowing they are just about assured a place in the top four. Plenty of cricket to be played. And Johnny Bairstow, the opener, was on with Goffey and Adrian Durham on the TalkSport Drive Time show following that defeat to Australia. We're still not out of the, out of the competition. That's the thing that uh, I think people have got to remember. We're still in the competition and, and firmly within the grasp of uh, getting into that top four. So, um, yes, we've not played our, our best cricket just yet and we, we're fully aware of that. Um, but it's a case of, uh, it's a case of as, as it comes on Sunday, putting in a performance uh, that, gets us, that gets us into those top four, uh, four spots. Why, why aren't you playing the best cricket, Johnny? I mean, you've shown it in uh, patches or in Morgan. It's 17 sixes only three games ago. But when you look at it, is, is it pressure just being on home soil? Because when you look at the home form, the last four years, we've not lost a home one-day series, right, England? But we've lost three now in two weeks. So what is it? Is it the pressure of a World Cup? I don't, I don't think it is necessarily the pressure. No, I don't think it is. Um... I think if you look at the the general scores throughout the whole competition, I think that they're uh, different to the what has been the norm over uh, the last two years at home. Uh, those series that, that you mentioned, uh, I think there's been obviously games washed out. The, the general scores have been lower. The strike rates have been uh, potentially lower than than what they have been. So uh, it's the million dollar question, isn't it? That what, you, what you've just asked. So. Um, yeah, if we if I could put my finger on it, then uh, uh, then then that would be good. But we're not we're not changing uh, we're not changing or panicking or anything like that. We've as, as you mentioned, we've got a very very good home record. So um, it's obviously disappointing to lose a, a couple of games, but by no means are we out of the the competition. I want to put this to you. Um, some of the fans were using the word bottlers. That there's some terrific cricketers uh, in this England team. When they're flying, they're brilliant. But come the crunch, come the big time, come that big moment, they don't have the bottle to see it through. What would you, as a member of that team, say to those critics? Uh, it was it was always going to come. I think that that's that's part and parcel of playing professional sport. I think so. Um, look, people will have their opinions on individuals. People will have their opinions on on the side. But there's a reason why we've uh, been so successful over uh, such a long period of time and. There's a reason why people hold some of the players in such high esteem because of the way that we've played played cricket. And look, we are disappointed in losing the two games. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not defending the way that um, the way that the last couple of games have gone. Absolutely not. Um, but at the same time, it's not through a lack of effort. Um, I think that's definitely one thing. The the will and the want to win the games. The will and the want to. Uh, to put on shows is is something that, in my opinion, can never be doubted with this side, and that was always going to happen. If you if we'd have lost a couple of games, people would say uh, we're always going to use the term a bottle or this that, and the other. So we'll go out Sunday, we work hard, and and we put on a we put on a performance. 
So as you'd expect, Bairstow coming out, fighting for his team, fighting for the cause and also uh, putting on a very optimistic front. Uh, but you've got to think behind the scenes, it's, uh, there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of uh, um, indecisiveness, I suppose. Um, and really, that's only going to get ramped up because uh, the papers uh, today continuing uh, to be quite negative about England's approach in this tournament. Um, if England can get through against India, though, of course, against a side that many people put as favourites for the World Cup, uh, then confidence should come back to the team. We shall see. Graham Swan, the uh, former England off-spinner, was also a guest on TalkSport today. Let's hear what he had to say. i tell you what, in my opinion, they're struggling because they're starting to listen to people on their periphery, uh, commentators of the game, people who are saying, um, you know, they need this plan B, they're, they're too aggressive. They ignored people like that for, for two or three years, got to number one in the world by completely ripping up the old playbook. And I think it made them incredible. Um, and now I, do, I just don't, because of, you know, they never get a bit of stick in the box. Moe and Ali got a load of stick for holding out after hitting a six the other day. They're starting to question it. and so They're not committing fully to their shots and to their like, the aggressive pack that they had. And as a result, I think they're becoming a bit meek and submissive rather than being the, like the, the playground bully that they need to be to win this World Cup. If you had to point a finger of blame at, at any people in the team in particular, is there one area you think is, is particularly weak at the moment? No, I'm not pointing. I'm not blaming anyone in the team. I think it's I think it's the whole team to sit down and just say, right, are we honestly being true to ourselves, being true to the game that we play so well, or are we are we being submissive? Are we, are we listening to people? And if, if anyone's not honest and says, no, I think we're doing the right thing, I blame them. But I don't think there will be many like that. I think they're in a position now where they have to win. They have to be very brave. And it's tricky being that brave and playing such an aggressive form of the game. But this is a, this is the team to do it. Now, we've got the big match then on Sunday at Edgbaston versus India. India have just uh, finished their 50 overs against the West Indies, 269. So an all right total there. They did end it in style. MS Dhoni brought up his 50 and then smashed a six off the last ball there. Realistically, in the form they're in now, do you think England can beat India? Yes. Absolutely, England can beat absolutely every team in this World Cup. And as soon as they believe that and, and, and remember that, they will beat every team in the World Cup. I think they've, uh, they've just bought into a bit of English pessimism mm-hmm. and a bit of English grumpiness that seems to permeate through our whole society sometimes. And they've not stuck to their sort of ultra-aggressive, modernist attitude they've played with for two years. As soon as they get back to that, they'll beat anybody. And with the bats, there's been a lot of talk about James Vince and whether, with his form at the moment, he should play against India. What's your take on that? Uh, yeah, I think that's fair enough because Vince is a confidence player and he seems low on his confidence at the minute. So I think that's one for the, um, the hierarchy to work out. Personally, I'd, I'd want to see Liam, Plunk, Liam Plunkett back in the side. And um, if that meant not playing Vince and, and batting Moeen Ali at the order where he's played so well for Warwickshire and Worcester over the years, I think that would be a a method to achieve that. Well, he's a confident man, is Graham Swan, and uh, you can understand a lot of where he's coming from. But uh, will confidence be enough? Will mental application be enough? Because at the end of the day, it could come down to, you know, just who plays better on the day. And India come into the game, which many are expecting to be played under almost Indian-like conditions. Spin expected, and India's two wrist spinners who tore through West Indies are going to be a real handful to play against. Can England just go in gung-ho, I'm not so sure, but we shall wait and see. Um, in terms of confidence, just heard from Graham Swan, what about Darren Goff? Let's hear the message he had on drive time for the England team. I think what they're going to do is bring in... Um, I think they'll bring in... Um, Root could probably open 
But then what do they bring in? Because they're reserves, really. There's Tom Curran. You know what I mean? It's, it's Plunkett mm. or Dawson. I can't think of the other batsmen. Is there another batsman? On, I don't think they've got another batsman. I think we're missing Roy. I think he's massive for us. I think the difference is the reason we've been so successful is it used to be Hales and Roy at the top of the order. Then it's now Roy and Bairstow at the top of the order who have done well. But now you're missing Hales, for whatever reason it will be, who used to come in when one of them were rested or injured. You're missing Roy, and Bairstow's now opening with Vince. He's such a good player, I think they'll keep him just in case they get to the semi-final. We didn't bowl very well. Um, Wokes, who suited the conditions, uh, was the only one who got the ball in the right areas. Um, Archer and Wood, their first bad game, which were allowed, listen, you're allowed to have an off day, and those two didn't get it right today. They skidded onto the bat, and they scored too many boundaries, too many fours, uh, and they got off to a flyer. And once you're 150-odd for one on that sort of pitch... I said when I came in, didn't I? 280, too many. Mm, mm. Too many. The big game now is always the next one, and it's India at Edgbaston. And the way India are playing at this moment in time, um, they've been in great form, although they got a bit of a scare, didn't they, against Afghanistan? Yeah, but came through it. Yeah, came yeah. through it. And, and that's the, the difference. Crunch, yeah. The other teams are coming through those close games. England aren't. England well, are kind of, not bottling it, but they're just showing a little bit of fear in the important games, and that's a concern. Well, while all that was going on, India swept aside West Indies, as expected, really. Didn't really hit the heights with the bat, but with the ball, well, they're looking uh, in irresistible form. Certainly is they're, they're a strong suit, and when you consider their batting, has got the likes of Rohit Sharma, Virat Kohli and MS Dhoni. That is saying something. Let's hear from the captains following that uh, win over West Indies. First, Virat Kohli and then Jason Holder. About Dhoni, you know, this very interesting way that he has to finish up an inning. So, when you're watching that, you know, are you sort of able to preempt what he's doing? Yeah, look, he knows exactly what he wants to do out there in the middle, and um, you know, when anyone has off days, and when he has uh, an off day here and there, everyone gets up and starts talking. So, what we have always maintained with the change room is backing him. Um, and he's won us so many games. And the best thing about uh, having someone like him is when you need those extra 15, 20 runs, he knows exactly how to get them with the tail. So, you know, keeping strike in the end and finishing off with two big sixes was something that gave us a, a lot of boost as a team. You know, we were looking at 250, but we got to close to 270 all because he was out there in the middle. Hardik played really well also, but his experience eight out of ten times has come good for us. And also, do you get the impression that when he's batting out there, he's also assessing the pitch batting first as to what could be a score that would be good enough against a particular opposition? Do you think he does that and sets that as the benchmark? Yeah, look, we have quite a few players who play instinctive cricket um, and who follow their positive game plans. I think he's one guy in the middle who always sends out the message for the team that I think this is a par score on this pitch. You know, understanding how our bowlers bowl as well. He has such a keen understanding of the game. So he's always giving us feedback in terms of, okay, 260 is a good score, 265, so that we don't look at 300 and end up getting 230. So I think he's always been that way. That's his strength, to play calculated cricket, to always stay in the game, uh, equal to the opposition, and then find ways of winning. So, yeah, look, he's, he's a legend of the game. We all know that, and he's doing a tremendous job for us, and hopefully he can continue. Yeah, just a final question. Now, people talk about a template to win, but I guess India's template is just to find a way to beat the opposition on the particular day, right? 
Absolutely. Last two games, um, things haven't gone uh, the way that we would have thought uh, they would. Uh, looking at the first few games that we played, convincing victories, lot of runs with the bat, and you know, capitalizing with the ball. These haven't been massive scoring games, but at, again, we have found ways of winning, as you mentioned. And the intensity in the in the field in the first 15 overs is something that's really been a standout for me. You know, when you ask the boys to stop 15 more in the field, they're doing 20 instead of 15. So I think bodies on the line, showing that desperation to win. The opposition also feels like, you know, this team is here to win, not just to participate. So I think the mindset really matters and nothing is impossible. We believe that. A lot of self-belief in the change room right now and we feel we can win from any situation. Congratulations on the win and keep up the good work. Thank you very much. Yes. Right, I've got the West Indies captain Jason Holder here with me. And uh, when India was 268 at half time, uh, you would have felt that's a pretty decent job that we have done. Yeah, I felt the bowlers did a, a fantastic job on this surface, and I couldn't really ask them for more. Um, you know, the guys gave a really good effort in the field. You know, I guess we just let ourselves down with the bat. And, uh, you know, it's always unfair to blame one catch or, you know, one miss, but that miss of Dhoni in the end cost you a little bit, isn't it? Yeah, you can look at hindsight, and that's one crucial moment that we didn't seize. Um, you know, it probably hurt us in the, in the very end, you know. But having said that, again, at halfway stage, 268, and I would have taken that any day. You know, it's just a matter for our bodies to go out and chase it, but we didn't do it today. Coming into the tournament, your form was good, and there were a lot of people who believed you could be in the final four because you had these great match winners. And there were a couple of performances where you felt, you know, boy, West Indies is going to be there. It's always great to see West Indies do well, the celebrations and stuff. What is your assessment as to... Uh, what would you uh, feel it, uh, was the team's performance overall in the tournament, Jason? Yeah, we let ourselves down significantly. You know, I don't think we seized the crucial moments in this tournament as well as we should have. Um, yeah, we missed a few chances in the field, you know, which pretty much cost us. Um, I, you know, I thought the bowlers had a reasonable campaign, to be fair. You know, everything we asked in them, you know, they came out and delivered. You know, as I said, we didn't really support as well as we would like in the field. Uh, I felt we let ourselves down tremendously in the field. And you know, in terms of our banning, it was just too inconsistent. You had a good test series as well, so it's not just about the length of the format. You're a dangerous T20 team, everybody knows it, but you've done so well in test matches as well. So is it fair to have more expectations now from West Indies in 50 overs format as well? Yeah, definitely. We need to improve. Um, this is probably our weakest format of the three, and it's something that we just need to address. Um, you know, having said that, you know, still a lot of positives within the dressing room. Um, I thought Kimar Roach today was very, very outstanding. Shannon Cotter has been a bright spark for us here in this tournament as well. And the youngsters are still, you know, chipped in here and there. You know, I guess what I will ask the youngsters just to keep going a little deeper uh, and just set the innings up as they would have been doing, but go a little deeper and finish innings. And West Indies cricket will stay committed to pace because that was great to watch, you know, what you guys were doing with pace and bounce. Yeah, as I said before, the bowlers had a reasonable campaign. You know, I can't really fault their efforts. You know, everything we asked of them, they came in and gave a bit, really big effort. And each and every bowler, you know, I can't really stand up here and you know, pinpoint one or two individuals, but I think collectively as a bowling unit, we've done a fair, fair job. You know, fielding definitely has to improve. You know, we just definitely have to improve our batting as well. So India are going to be in the top four. You'd got to feel that New Zealand will get there as well. Surely too much for Pakistan and England to uh, to both pip them. And Australia, as we know, will be playing in the semi-finals. Uh, well, England. Well, let's hope so, eh? Went into this tournament with so much expectation and hope. But as things stand, it's almost Pakistan who are the favourites to uh, make up the four that go through to the semi-finals. Um, plenty of cricket still to be played, though. Uh, and to never miss an episode of Following On, be sure to subscribe either on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast app. See you for the next show, which will be straight after Friday's game between South Africa and another team who are eyeing a top-four finish, Sri Lanka.
The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.